0: The Oilers to me.
1: Hey guys. <laughs> Welcome to episode number 28 of Rez Hockey. I'm Trev. I'm happy. I'm in a good mood today. Leave Swan. Barely. And uh, I'm with uh, Bush. Bush is sad today. How come you're bad? No. How come you're I'm sad?
0: I'm, I'm a bit upset and angry. And,
1: and why is that?
0: Frustrated. They They allowed five goals in one period to the worst team in the National Hockey League right now. And they lost they had a 3-1 lead and the two goal
1: the two goal lead is the worst lead in hockey it just shows you, it proves you yeah so
0: so yeah i'm a little like, uh they're going to trade him away they're going to trade him the leon they better trade him away next year they have to
1: re 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 rebuild
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: so did you go to bed mad
0: oh did i ever yeah <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a tough one. Three when when, one.
0: When I went to bed, they were up three one. So I, I, was kind of, you know, I was, I uh, had a little hopes, but I had some something was going on. Ottawa scored first, and then they just, I just didn't feel right. Uh, I just have a good feeling about the game. I just, just the way the Edmonton's playing the last two months. So,
1: so in that
0: three one, I didn't want to watch the collapse. <laughs> So in the last
1: 14, they're two, 10, and 2. Yep. You should have smudged your TV, man.
0: I should. Did you say smash my TV? Smudge. <laughs> oh, smash my TV. Yeah. I'll oh, that too.
1: Oil oilers, eh? Yeah. Do you think McDavid's gonna ask for a trade?
0: Yep. And the hockey world's gonna grant it to him.
1: Who would who would he go to? Like, what is he 10 million in?
0: Yeah, it's 10 million in. Oh, <laughs> i'd trade for tra- traveris taveras yeah yes you would Martin
1: marner
0: mm, mm-hmm. yeah D- dump those salaries him and uh, him and austin matthews on the line Ooh, that'd be good yeah
1: so uh did you smudge today or are you still negative still, energy
0: oh i'm still oh, i'm i'm, uh, I'm energetic
1: you will need a lot of sage, man. A lot of sage.
0: (laughs) The whole field of it.
1: (laughs) So, welcome to episode 28. I'm in a good mood because the Leafs won. Even though it was a back-and-forth game between St. Louis, they came out with two points, so I can't complain. But they lost to Arizona, though. That was pretty. They just ran into a hot goalie. It's 50 shots later. What are you typing, man? I was, to,
0: I was going to type in a message
1: on the on the Zoom on our, or
0: on our chat. Yeah, on our chat. There's only
1: there's two a, of us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our guest for episode 28 is. Uh, you Game played page. in the NHL. You played for the
0: Penguins, Panthers, and someone else. Use the Google machine, Wikipedia. Okay,
1: Pittsburgh, Hartford, and the Panthers, Florida Panthers. He had a good career. He has his name on Lord Stanley. Played in in the British League for a couple years. Mr. Jamie Leach. Uh, Jamie Leach is from Winnipeg. So, yeah, we're excited to have Jamie on the show. Uh, What else? What am I doing? Because of the week. Because of the week for episode 28 is Mr. Stacey Cabot Day. Uh, Stace currently lives in Plymouth, Minnesota, which is west of Minneapolis, I think it is. I think so. I think so. It's on the other side of thirty uh, Interstate 35 West. Mm-hmm. So... And he's originally from Seine River First Nation, just outside of Fort Francis. So thanks, Stace. So, river? Seine, river.
0: S-E-I. Okay. Seine River?
1: Seine River. S E I. Seine River. Seine? 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 I always call it Seine River. Seine yeah, River? Seine? I Seine always it. call it Seine. River. Seine? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I'd call it Seine River. Nick has relatives from Seine River. so. cool. cool.
0: So yeah, thanks, Stace, for. Um,
1: for all your support man we appreciate it and if you want to be cousin wigs just shoot us a message and uh, we'll hook you up so uh, how's your how's your flow feeling you got it's a lot uh, of positive uh
0: like it's like it's liberated
1: you got a lot of likes and good remarks on your <laughs> facebook page eh this guy's just loving it
0: <laughs> the flow it's going to look sick coming out of the hockey helmet if, if, if we can ever play.
1: You should get like a small helmet, like a Jofa helmet, oh. like a Gretzky one, and just
0: let your hair flow and probably New's flow got better. A jo- jo- Luke's got, a, Luke got a, a Jofa helmet. I wonder if, he'd, wonder if he'd part with it for a day or like, for, for like, a shoot.
1: Like a wh- that white one he has?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm talking about the Gretzky Jofa helmet. Oh, yeah. That'd be kind of sick.
0: Yeah, that'd be good.
1: No, you just got to put some of that Jerry curl in there, like uh, coming <laughs> to America.
0: Soul glow. <laughs> Soul glow. <laughs> then, uh,
1: the, yeah, that'd be hilarious. Your uh, all your clothes would be just dripping, just full of grease.
0: <laughs> Soul glow.
1: Yeah. So I was surprised at how many likes you got on your Facebook when you shared the.
0: Share that picture yeah. I was like holy
1: That's shit. Cool.
0: <laughs> cool. <laughs> so um shamelessly promoting our page.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: Don't forget to like our Facebook page, guys.
0: Yeah. I actually I actually set a uh, a time to change my profile picture so it it, it, it reverted automatically back. Did it? Yeah. Last I night I didn't have I didn't have to change it, nothing. It changed it on its own.
1: Last night when I was watching a hockey game, I was like, and I just re, 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 reminded myself, like, hey, I'll look at Bush's profile picture to see me change it back. Sure enough, he did. I was like, holy <laughs> man, just straight
0: away. The longest week ever. Yep. Every day, I looked at my phone. Oh.
1: <laughs> About last night's game uh, between Toronto and St. Louis, St. Louis had another packed house. Really? Are surprising. Canadians jealous of Americans? Like, are we jealous because they have fans in their hockey arenas? Yeah, they're allowed to play still. Because I had uh, a f- couple of friends; they live in Chicago, and their sons were their son w- were in, were playing in a hockey tournament in St. Louis. And then later that night, they went to the Blues game. Like, are we jealous? Because we can't even play hockey here in Ontario. No, everything shut down still. And i had a guy and there was a old-timers tournament in wisconsin and i another buddy i know he his team wanted and they were all celebrating in a bar
0: oh nice
1: he was posting pictures of it and and we're stuck here doing nothing and no hockey no nothing so are we jealous
0: oh yeah we're jealous all right i, I know i am i don't know about you
1: yeah i'm jealous i want to go to an nhl game I want to play in tournaments and have my kids go to hockey tournaments and like I'll even go to like a WHL game in Winnipeg or a game in the MJ. I'll even go to anything. This is how much I miss hockey and miss going to a live game. So it's I don't know. I'm com- I'm past that stage where at the g- when people set up the game now with no mask and it's like oh they're not they're not wearing their mask no more I'm past that stage I just yeah, me too. I just want our lives to go on
0: somebody does
1: yeah it's because <coughs> oh, excuse me they canceled the uh, little NHL again for yeah, here in Ontario that. three years in a row so that's the th- like uh for under 18 aka midgets they have three years of midget hockey, and all three years Nick and Anna have been midgets. They canceled Little NHL for three years. So, and next year they'll be too old to play in Little NHL, so they missed out in their whole midget, like midget career, I guess, just from this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is awful. Like, shit, Little NHL is huge here in Ontario. You got they should just postpone it or just have it where each division has their own tournament, like your Adams, your Novice, your peewees, Bantams, and Midgets, right? Instead of having it all at once, maybe have the different categories, divisions playing at different times. That's what I think. Or postpone it to maybe May, April, May? Because what is it? Yeah. It's January 16th and they... And it's not for another two months, and they canceled already. So, and next weekend is supposed to be the Stewart Red Sky Memorial Tournament here in Show Lake, well, west of Kenora. And they can't, they postponed it. That that was smart. Yeah. They postponed it. So that's postponed till March. That's good. And that's going to be a good tournament because it's an open open for teams. Like mm-hmm. all you have to do is have a status card. So it'd be yeah, interesting. i got a status card. It'd be. <laughs> use it then. <laughs> yeah. It'd be interesting to see who stacks their teams. Yeah. Right. Cause you're allowed as many
0: pickups. So I think we should put our own team in. Yeah. I don't know who play with us though. That's hard yeah,
1: though. Like 12 Twelve teams, twelve to sixteen teams with one rink, right? Yeah. That that's the kind of the hard thing. That's going to be the schedule. Do you use your status cards, size card, when you go shopping and stuff like that?
0: Depends. Depends on how much you spend. If it's if it's over like two or three hundred dollars, and yeah, but if it's like a thirty dollar purchase, I won't I won't bother trying to save the the, the fifteen cents or whatever. That's just me. This is a yeah. Thing. Same here. If I'm
1: doing like buying a big item, like we're Christmas shopping or something, yeah. Then, then yeah, I'll use it, but not for. It kind of annoys me when there's like you're someone in line ahead of you, and they use their sas card to buy groceries. It's like you're gonna save seven cents. I know, yeah. And it takes <laughs> five minutes to do it, and it's like, oh man. What about self checkout? You, do you do self checkout or do you go? to depends where somebody's depends what working
0: what kind of, depends what kind of mood I'm in <laughs> if I'm if I'm if I'm a little hot and bothered about anything or if I'm just if I just want to buy a one thing I'll, I'll go to the self check
1: <laughs> so yesterday I saw Bush at Safeway I was behind him in the line and he didn't notice me yet so I was like yeah I'll uh, text this. I'll call this guy to see if he's gonna pick up and pick up and say hi and so i called him a couple times he just ignores my call (laughs) i was like what a jerk
0: that's called professional ghosting at his finest
1: no kidding i was looking at him watching him look at his phone and just whatever (laughs) i was funny i had a good laugh so now i know that you're uh, capable of just ghosting me and not picking up my phone calls
0: Mhm. Well, cuz I was going I was getting ready to offload my groceries.
1: How come you bought Javix man?
0: Bleach for clothes. Your white gitch for for, for pit stains and uh, <laughs>
1: You want you you want to bleach your uh what kind of jeans did you wear before? My gap, <laughs> <Your> gap <laughs> jeans, gap jeans.
0: <laughs> to start to- <laughs> throwing Javits on your gap jeans. You like those old uh, acid wash and stone wash jeans back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that list
1: that Missing Curfew podcast, they made a list of like Team Canada like a joke and everyone took yeah. that so serious. Did you see everyone posting it and Yeah. You got a lot of retired NHLers yeah. on that roster.
0: I know someone somebody even asked if uh Mike Richards was still playing.
1: I know that's that's <laughs> the funny thing. His name was on there. Like, yeah, he doesn't even play no more, he plays a net. Yeah, he plays a net. So so it was funny how people react to social media posts like that.
0: Yeah, when in, when they know it's just a joke.
1: Yeah, a,
0: a farce or sarcastic, like
1: and they took it serious. Is that It's just funny how people react and take that stuff way too serious. And Mm -hmm. you don't have to share everything on social media, guys. No. You look like a clown later. But there's one guy that wants to play for Team Canada, former cheller um, Jordan Tutu. Yep. He stepped up and said, I'll play for Team Canada. How do you think he'll do?
0: I think think he still rocks them. I think he's, I think he'd knock some people out still.
1: So don't play the puck, just hit 2-3. everything in sight. Yeah. Because when he yeah. played for Team Canada, he had that really uh, good tournament. Where he was just hitting so, everyone.
0: That was in New Brunswick, wasn't it? Or St. John's? Halifax? Yeah. Or, yeah, whatever. Same thing. Same place. Same area. Same area. Maritime <laughs> Province. Yeah. Yeah. They, they They said they had to reinforce the boards. And he really even knocked, he even. He, there was one play he knocked the guy right through the the door where the Zamboni comes in.
1: The guy is 5'5", five, five, 180 <laughs> like solid muscle, yeah, like a brick wall. That would be cool to watch. I hope he gets mm-hmm. picked. Well, Jordan, I mean, Eric Stahl. Eric
0: Stahl, yeah. He's like, he deliberately signed an AHL contract.
1: Just so he can play in the Olympics. Yeah,
0: so he'd have a chance to play.
1: So I I say give him a shot. What's Yes. That'd be cool, because I think they play Japan. Japan's in their uh, their pool. Imagine him just hitting some of those Japanese players, <laughs> <What's that? laughs> just killing them in the boards, oh skidding <laughs> with their heads down.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. That yeah. So Team Canada, let's put uh, two 2 number twenty-two on two, Team two, Canada. Two, two, three, two. Yeah, that'd be fun to watch. Oh, shout outs. Do you have any this week? Uh, No. Same here. I can't think, man. Yeah, so shout out to everyone. What's up? What's up?
0: Hey, guys.
1: Hey, guys. guys. So, but if you want to shout out or wish someone a happy birthday or happy anniversary, shoot us a message and we'll, uh, we'll be happy to shout out that message.
0: Yeah.
1: With that being said, let's go to our interview with Stanley Cup winner Jamie Leach. (laughs) Hey, Rez Hockey. Uh, Rez Hockey would like to introduce you to our show for episode number 28. He is from Barron's River First Nation. But currently lives in good old Winnipeg. Stanley Cup winner, Mr. Jamie Leach. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Thank you very much, Trev. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. I was just watching the news uh, earlier, and they were talking about like a lot of the teams that haven't been playing good, and they mentioned the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Like always, <laughs> do you uh, pay attention to much
2: of the NHL? I try to. Um, you know what's you know what's kind of kind of weird is um, now that Winnipeg has has a you know NHL team now it's it's I'm, I'm more of a fan than I've ever been. You know I've always followed obviously the Penguins I've always followed the Flyers and it's just neat being in a town where you know, everything is the Winnipeg Jets, Winnipeg Jets, Winnipeg Jets. And um, so, yeah, so I, I, I've become a huge fan of the Jets and, and I, I do, I, I try to keep keep my ear to the ground as, as much as I possibly can. I don't watch, I don't watch a whole bunch of games out, outside the Winnipeg Jets, but uh, you know, I, I always keep my, you know, watch, you know, watch Twitter, you know, or what, you know, get to watch the Oz sports center. And um, you know, you're meant's it's funny how you mentioned the, the Edmonton Oilers and you know um, it's, it's funny how, how, how the game is, you know, they have two, uh, Two of the best players on the planet, right? I mean, really, uh, probably both those guys, uh, McDavid and Drysdale, you know, are probably the top two of the top five players in the world. And um, hockey is a team game. You can have the best player on the planet, but you still need a, a pretty solid team. And um, I, I hope Edmonton figures it out. I really do, even though I, I'm a Jets fan and I shouldn't be really, I don't root <laughs> for Edmonton. I, 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 I I don't like to see what they're doing now going through right now because they're, they're yeah. trying tough. I mean, they've, they got two, two good players on their, on their club and, and they got, uh, you know, a couple good, um, um, good supporting players, but I think they need a little bit more. You played in an era
1: where there was a lot of clutching and grabbing, hooking and whatnot. Uh, what do you think of today's game with the less clutching, like the less setting picks and stuff like that?
2: Well, when I play, that's the only way I could keep up is clutching and grabbing. <laughs> and grabbing. Um, you know, that was just part of the game. Um, Trev, I love the game now. It, it's, you know, it, um, the skill that these these, these guys have, e- even some of the players that that I work with, uh, w- with, with my company, they're so skilled. These kids can do it all. They can skate, they can handle the puck. Uh, their puck skills are, are just amazing. And uh, I'm glad they've kind of taken, taken the clutching and grabbing out of the game. But saying that, I love the playoff hockey. I love seeing these guys have to have to change their game because now it's back to the old, you know, back yeah. to a little bit of clutching and grabbing. So um, the skill level is phenomenal. I love watching these guys. I can't believe some of the stuff that, that these guys are doing at the speed they're doing. It's really, it's really incredible.
1: You played with Mario Lemieux in Pittsburgh. How good would he be in today's game?
2: Uh, I, th- I think Mario, um, you know, Mario would be uh, phenomenal in, in today's game. his, his hockey IQ was just, was so high. Um, his puck skills were, were great. He's got great hands, big, he was strong. Um, you know, people say, Oh, he was kind of slow. He wasn't slow at all. He just, the man was six, seven, six, eight. He just looked slow, but he wasn't slow at all. He could get to the corner. He would go into the corner, take a hit. He was, he, he was a big, he was a big guy. He was a big, solid guy. And um, like his, his vision of today's game, I think, um, you know, the guys would get open for him quicker. You know, there'd be, you know, he'd be a lot more support players for him. I think he would, uh, I would think he would dominate the game. All those guys, all those guys that, that are smart, the, the IQ players, you know, him, Gretzky, you know, I, I watch, um, you know, I even know I do, I do watch some Pittsburgh games, a guy like Sidney Crosby, and like their their hockey IQ is just so high. And Mario's one of the best, one of the best that ever played the game. I think he would do really well in today's game. What about Paul Coffey then? Who would you compare to him in today's game like he
1: was probably one of the best skaters back in back like in the 80s 90s
2: you know what um that would be that would be a tough comparison you know i mean i i would like to think and i'm i'm just i'm just assuming here a guy like um even though you know coffee wasn't as flashy as as a kill mccarr in in um in colorado but i mean they're definitely similar. They're skating like 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 Paul could skate. I I got a great Paul coffee story where we're playing we're playing um uh we're in Boston and he's just coming off an injury and I wasn't I was a healthy scratch so we decided okay Jamie let's, uh, let's let let's 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 do some conditioning I said okay so we're just doing <laughs> laps we're just doing laps right. Yeah. And uh, if we do one hard lap and then an easy lap, and then all of a sudden we, we were skating for about 10 minutes, and I'm, and I'm like keeping up with Paul Coffey. I'm, I'm feeling pretty proud of myself. My, this is pretty good. And he goes, okay, Jamie, you want to start? I was like, I'm sweating, I'm breathing hard. It was his warm-up, and then we skated for 20 minutes, and he's just giving her, and I wasn't even close to him. I couldn't even keep up to him. It just... Um, he was an amazing skater. He was just so fluid. His technique was was just flawless. And um, I think he would do really well in today's game as well, just because his skating is so good. Um, you also
1: played with Brian Trotty. That guy's a legend and he's like the funniest guy. Um, how was it playing with him, uh, him being another First Nations player and being like he has such a big impact within our First Nations community. And so how was it playing with him at the end of his career? Well, so remember
2: when I – I mean, Trotz played with the Islanders. Yeah. Yeah, as everyone knows, and my dad played for the Flyers. So that was always a a really, you know, huge rivalry. So I wasn't a big Brian Trotche fan (laughs) because I was a Flyers (laughs) fan
0: growing up, right?
2: (laughs) <laughs> you know, um, but once he came, you know, when, once he came to Pittsburgh, him and I hung out quite a bit. We actually roomed, we roomed on the road uh a, a number of times together. And and uh, you know, Brian and I are are really good friends right now. You're right, he's a funny, funny human being. He's he's smart, he's witty, but you know what? He's one of the best human beings ever. He's just a really, really good guy. I mean, uh, there's another time my my phone already looked out, it's Brian Trotche, I'm like, hey, <laughs> Brian calling me, right? So, uh, it was, but it was neat. It was neat when, when he came, when, when when he came to Pittsburgh. We did have that first nation bond, like you know, we we, we talked about a, a, a bit about it. And he was, hey, you know, we got to stick together, and you know, and, and that that kind of thing. And uh, you know, he was great. He's a great human being. I'm 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 so proud to, and and lucky to to call him a, a really good friend of mine.
1: You played in the old IHL, the International Hockey League. How good was that league? Um, there's a for like the younger listeners who don't know what the IHL was. Um, like, how good was that league? It I don't think it was appreciated as much as it it
2: should get. So I I, I played the international league when it was kind of like the transition period uh, where a lot of a lot of, you know we had of the you know honest, I can't remember how many teams of the twenty some teams we had in that league you know, probably 15, 16 of them were affiliated with NHL clubs by then. So a lot of them were, you know, were NHL affiliates, you know, uh, some of the, some of the teams uh, in the American league were, were kind of losing some of their affiliates. So um, I didn't get the play in the old, old eye where it was, you know, really rough, <laughs> I mean really rough and tough and, and it was still, there were some lot lot of rough games, but it, it was a, it was a really good league because there was a lot of younger players Um, um I learned a lot. I, I, I learned, I was lucky to play with uh, uh, Jock Callender and and Dave Mikhailik. He They were both my, my line mates when I was my first couple of years. And I learned a lot from those guys. Um, you know, they, they used to be all, they used to be all over me and, and kind of ride me hard and practice and kind of, you know, get me moving. But I learned a lot from that. I, you know, I, I learned how to, I learned how to, how to be, I mean, I kind of knew how to, be, how, how to be a pro watching my dad, you know, go through stuff. But when I actually turned pro, you know, watching your dad do it or someone else do it, and actually doing it yourself is two different things. And I learned a lot from from those two guys. And you know what? Um, where we were in uh, in Muskegon, I played a little bit in Cleveland. We rode the bus almost. We rode the bus ninety percent of the time, right? You know, now in the American League, like, like they're almost flying everywhere. You know, they're, they're, and we, we got treated well as well, you know, too. But you know, I know you hear a lot about you know, oh, this guy rode the bus. You know, he's we, we learned a lot. It's so true. Right. It, it's it's so true it's you know you try getting up at six o'clock in the morning getting on a seven hour bus ride and trying to get up and try to play a game right you're, you're playing a professional hockey game and then, then you get and you play the game and get back in <laughs> the bus and get back home again uh, um when i when i played in uh in the american league with rochester oh, probably five or six times we would play friday at home saturday on the road and sunday afternoon at home and it was just agree. get home three or four in the morning. We have a four o'clock game the next day. And, you know, um, and the international league was like that. There's there lots, lots of bus. And, and it really, it kind of, uh, it made you grow up really fast, you know, made you learn how to, you know, how to, how to, how to, how to train and and, and take care of yourself. And, um, but it was a good league. Well, I mean, Hey, we, we got to go to Phoenix, you know, we got to go to Las <laughs> Vegas, we got to go to San Diego, We have got to go places that I, you know, I've never dreamed of playing hockey there. So there, there were some really, those trips were fun. Uh it was fun. It was it was a great league. Um, um yeah, I, I I owe a lot to uh my development for playing the international league for sure.
1: Do you think it was a higher pace, like a higher level com- compared to the American
2: Hockey League back back in the day? So I didn't play. I played a little bit of the American League. I played most of my Myers were it was in the International League. But when I did did go to the American League, I didn't find it much different. I really okay. didn't. So And I want to say it was pretty, pretty even. Okay. Uh, You played four years in a British
1: ice hockey super league. How was that experience playing over, over the
2: pond? So it was uh, it was good. It was a time in my career where. um, uh, Remember I played kind of through the, through the year where a lot of the Russians came over. Right. That was kind of one that when the Russians kind of came over and, and, and we're taking a lot of jobs and and uh, so and pushing some guys out and and for my last couple of years playing over 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 here um you know i just i felt i wasn't getting the opportunity and i, and I was really starting to maybe not enjoy the game as much and okay. and then I had an opportunity uh, 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 my pittsburgh penguin teammate ken Priestley was playing over over there and he gave me a call um, you know i whatever it was uh may April, may or something and he goes hey jamie why don't you come over here and, you know, and, you know, and kind of enjoy the game again. And so I, I got to go over there. Uh, I played one year in Sheffield and I played four years to Nottingham. so I played five years in, in, in Britain. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it got me back to enjoying the game again, just getting going back and playing. Right. And just, and just having a good time. There wasn't too many, too many politics there. Just when you signed up, you you, you had to work hard and, and to keep your job and, and, and play. And, um i was i was very fortunate enough to meet lots of great people over in nottingham and, and, I, and i still keep in keep in touch with them i was fortunate enough to be the captain of the nottingham panthers for 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 three years uh which was awesome so i was kind of the, the, the leader of the club and it just kind of got me got me back in, in into really enjoying the game and it, it was a, for me it was a great way to kind of finish my career are you a fan of
1: the sponsors like how european jerseys are like are you a fan of the sponsors or not a fan
2: i like asking that question because everyone has a different answer to that so it depends like it, it like so in in britain we think you know when you when, when you see the uh the, the the football or the soccer logos right yeah like the, the big sponsors kind of their crest right So yeah if you don't know the teams you don't know who it is right <laughs> like, yeah you know so and, and in Britain, so we had, we had our, 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 team logo. Then we had sponsors everywhere. And I liked that part of it. You know, I, I, I don't like where well, there's so many sponsors. You can't even tell if, it, if it's you know, Pittsburgh Penguins or whoever it is. Right. If, if you didn't know. So, um, so when I was over there, I, I didn't really, I didn't really get much in, into the football or the soccer just because I didn't, I didn't know what teams they were. <laughs> I don't see a logo. I don't see a name on it. Um but I I think it's I'm glad the NHL is kind of going that way. I don't I don't think they'll ever get to, you know, what they're doing in Europe, but I, I like how they're doing the helmets. I I think that's that's a that's a really good idea. It's a start, right? It's a start. Yeah.
1: <coughs> Excuse me. Um how big of an influence was your your father in in your hockey career? uh Your dad had a great NHL career and he's still a big influence with First Nations people um he I've met your dad a number of times and he's always he likes to joke
2: around. And so how big of an influence was your dad? Well, he was huge. I mean, um, it's all I remember growing up is is uh is going to the rink. And uh in, in in my office here, just just over there, I have a pair of my my very first skates, you know, and uh I have a picture of me and my diaper and, and my skates and, and my hockey stick, and that's all I wanted to do is play hockey. I and from when I was told, my, my mom told me I, I always would get up and tell my dad, "Let's go to the rink. It's time to go to the rink." And I and you know I always wanted to go to the rink, and um, so it's something I always wanted to do. I was a, I was a really good baseball player growing up, and I I probably could have really did something playing baseball. I was a pretty good baseball player, and um, I remember playing uh, high school baseball for my first year of high, high school, and the coach coming to me, and he was okay, Jamie, you have to make a decision. You want to go want to go baseball or hockey, and went. Sorry, it's no brainer. Here, sir. Here's 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 my here's my baseball uniform, and you know I, I kind of took off because you know because hockey was my first love. It, it always has been, and always will be. And uh, and just growing up, growing up around the game, um, you know, it's it, it was I was so fortunate. Growing up, you didn't you didn't know how fortunate you were, but now I really appreciate what I got to do. I got to hang out in the Flyers' locker room when they were on, you know, in practice. I was you know joking around. I was sitting in all these Bernie Parent stalls, Bobby Clark stalls. I was running around, you know, the Philadelphia Spectrum by myself. And you know, I just so many things I got to do. Uh, got to meet a lot of people. You know, what's really cool now is 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 seeing a lot of my dad's teammates and. You know, getting to talk to them and um, you know sharing stories. Oh, I remember when we did this. You know, and that, and, and that kind of thing. And, and it's it's just it's just so privileged. And that's you know obviously just because because my dad was was uh, you know played in the NHL and played for the Flyers and played some of these great teams. He sh- hold he shares the NHL record for most
1: playoff goals with Eric Carey with nineteen. Do you think that record will
2: ever be broken? No. Um what was the guy's name? Was it, was that last year? The guy for, um, for Tampa? He was, um, um, he had a chance of breaking it. Um, oh, yeah. Kucherov. um No. Anyway. So, no, I, I, I think that's a lot of goals. Actually yeah. 19 goals in the play. Like now the playoffs is so defensive, right? That that's going to be a tough, tough. Uh, and also people don't realize uh, the first round when my dad broke, it was the best of five. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. So, so, I mean, who, who knows if, you know, it could have been a couple of games less. So um, I think it's one of those, those records that if someone does break it, that's going to be pretty, pretty phenomenal.
1: Who are some of your good buddies in the game of hockey? Um, I know that I don't play competitive now. I still keep in touch with a lot of guys and they're like brothers. And I think that brotherhood from the game of hockey, it's, it's totally special. So uh, yeah. Who are some of your good buddies?
2: So you know, it's funny to say that I, I don't I don't keep in touch like close with a lot of them because um, there's not many guys in Winnipeg that, that I that I played with, right? Um, when I'm involved with a, with the Jets alumni, you know, it's it's good to meet new guys and and, and hang out. But saying that, whenever I do see somebody, um, it's like you said, it's a brotherhood. It's like we've never been apart, and you know we've you know tell tell lots of stories and and, and we get along, and and uh, be, that's what's one of the best things about the, the game of hockey is. Um, you know, when you're out there playing, playing with guys and, and you're especially when, when, when you're, when you're with a successful club, you, you really get this bond, right? You get, hey, you know, that was great with what we did that, that was phenomenal. Um, I can't say there's, there's any, any really one or two guys that, that are really, you know, but there's guys that, that I definitely keep in touch with. And it's, it's not maybe just got my teammates, even guys that, that I've got to know in, in Winnipeg here, Um you know that they that just just ex pros that, that we that we kind of get get to hang out and which is good i mean it's it's, yeah. it's neat for the jets alumni we you know we get together once or twice a year and and and, and they they rent the ice downtown for us and we <laughs> go to it, which is kind of cool and um you know it's just it's 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 neat <coughs> just reconnecting with guys that have went through the same thing and experiences that, that that you have
1: you now run uh shoot to score hockey school uh
2: what can you tell us about your your hockey school so, should score hockey is more of a hockey overall hockey program. Um, we, we do schools, we do satellite camps where we will come to your community and put on a hockey program for your community for a weekend or or whatever you want. Uh, we do some, we do lots of stuff in Winnipeg. I'm doing some mentorship programs with associations. I'm doing uh, a high school academy in the mornings for uh, for a local high school, you know. So we kind of we're, we're one of those we're one of those programs we kind of can do a little bit of everything of, of, of what you need. Um, and obviously, with the last two years with the COVID, we haven't done any traveling at all, um, which is which is where we're we we can not wait for things to open up for us to go visit all these little communities. We, we've been to, we've been to close to 100 different communities for shooters for hockey. You know, so we, we're actually we can't wait to get back on the road and visit some of these communities. And um, we actually had a couple camps, a couple communities we were supposed to go to this winter. that got canceled just because of this of this new variant that, that's coming through. So that's the one thing that we really miss. And we love it. We love going to, you know, the, the more remote communities that we go to is seems to be the, the more positive experiences we have because they're just so happy for us to come up there and and spend some time with them talk to the kids talk to the parents you know and just help help the kids out and um you know and just see something a little bit different and, and and a lot of those communities we actually get we we revisit which we really like we show up and the kids they have a big smile on their face hey jamie hey reggie how's it going and you know and then um um you know and and then we get to see oh i remember you from two years ago let's see how how how, how well you've done and and so it's, it's really it's really kind of neat and um that's one thing that we love about when we do travel is just to go visit with, with different people and and the experiences for sure.
1: What advice would you give young players um have it be uh U18s or junior kids that just they want to go to the next level but they're not sure um they're hesitant but uh so what advice would you give to the young the young
2: guys take advantage of your training right every time you go to the rink you know, your, your job is to get better at something. And I, I, just say just, just 1% better. That's something. doesn't have to be your whole game. 1%. Just every time you go on the ice, make sure you're getting better at something right. And, and, and work at it. And um, when you do go to tryouts, um, you know, if you're trying out for a team or, or whatever, don't be that would have, could have, should have, I wish I would have did this. I should have could did this. I couldn't, I would have did that. I could have did that, you know, just do all you can prepare yourself for, for, for training camp um, or tryouts, and bring your own game. You know what? Uh, if, if you're Jamie Leach, play play the Jamie Leach style of hockey. Don't don't because you're Jamie Leach. Don't decide you're you're gonna be Mario Lemieux because because you're, you're not Mario Lemieux, right? If you're if you're a grinder, grind. If you're a defender, defend. If you're a scorer, score. If you're a checker, check. Right? I mean, do what you can do. Um, do what you can do to to, to make the hockey team, right? Uh, like do what you can do to 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 step to, to stand out in a positive way, right? And my goal every night when I played, uh my main goal was to outwork the guy across from me. And I was a winger, so I was always battling against the defenseman usually, right? So my goal was to out- outwork him every night. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was I was successful. Because I made sure that you did not outwork me.
1: Do you remember um a, f- a guy that played for the Flyers, Ron no, Mike Busnick? Absolutely, yeah. He totally told me what you just said. Uh, I was, I uh, went to high school with his son, and he. Had, I told him I was going to a junior camp, and he told me, "Do what you do best. If you're a goal scorer, score. If you're a checker, check. If you're a grinder, grind." And that just that always stuck with me, and that totally just reminded me of what Mike
2: said when you brought
1: that up, because it's
2: totally true. It is. It is so true. So many so many Blair players go to go to camps, or you know, or ID camps, or training. You know, training camps and they have tryouts, and they they try to be the player they're not. Yeah, right. They're, they're trying to go end to end, and then all of a sudden they lose the puck, and and coaches can see that. Coach can tell if if you're a checker and you're trying to be a goal scorer and you, and you can't, it is it, it sticks. It, it's pretty it's pretty evident. So yeah, do what you do what you do? Be you, right? Be you exactly. and be The best you best you can be.
1: Okay, before we let you go, Jamie, we have uh, a thing that we do every at the end of every. Interview. It's called Five rapid Rapidness Questions. There are they're a little lighter side, comical side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Number one, baked or fried bannock. Go oh, fried. Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a door or curtain? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? I have my first my first year pro. We uh yeah, I, I didn't go out and buy I didn't go out and buy any blinds and I hung a bed sheet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Number three, ever see Ernest Mooney ass live in concert. I have not. No, I have not. <laughs> Number four, Bannock burger or Indian taco.
2: Oh, oh. Oh, I I'm, I love my Bannock <laughs> my Bannock, <laughs> Bannock Burger all day long.
1: Okay, fifth and last question: Can you jig? No,
2: uh, I know I've tried it. But I'm not <laughs> very
1: good at. <laughs> all right, Jamie, uh, we like to thank you for coming on the show today and uh, taking time out of your schedule. And we wish you all the best with your shoot this shoot to score, man. And we'll love to have you on again.
2: Anytime. Thank you very much. That, that, that was a blast. All right. That. Take care. All right.
0: Sorry, I got to cut you off. They're, they're still the Dadminton Oilers to me. They are. Okay, let's go on. Okay, you
1: guys, if you want to Google or search for Jamie's shoot-to-score the hockey, they can be found at shoot. To scorehockey.com uh, he has a lot of uh, information on his camps the different type of camps he runs and um, they sell merchandise as well so uh, Bush will be signing up for a camp for the summer he I has one on one training battle camps heads up hockey HP prep camps professional skill development that's where you go right there <laughs> or, or puck control camps,
0: puck control, he, has, yeah. he has
1: a lot of different camps that they offer, so check them up. Check them out shootthescorehockey.com. The so he's doing a lot of good work with his hockey camps, so check them out, man. Check them, check them. Okay, let's uh go over to our top five, and this week yes. we have uh top five res tourneys, um, res tourneys will be coming up
0: shortly. And okay, I'm going to interrupt you, um, listeners. These are not top five, four, three, two, one tournaments. These are just top five favorite individual tournaments. Oh, They're not I, the I best ever for we're this gonna, week. We're gonna make for this disclaimer. week, I uh,
1: no this week I put like like the best ones. Like I put them in you order, man.
0: I know you put them in order, but someone's going to. We're going to have disagreements, though. Okay, we'll just go random then. Yeah. Okay, top five rest tourneys. Yes, and, and actually, no, do it in order. Do it in order. Let's, okay. uh, let's stand and our ground.
1: You guys, don't get butthurt about this. Stop being so soft. Quit being a big baby about it. If you don't like what we say, maybe tell the organizers to put on a better tournament.
0: Yeah. Maybe free admission for one fucking and, tournament. And just
1: say, hey, that's the first where we did all show. Kind of I know, <laughs> well, you
0: know it, it took a lot to contain my anger from oh uh, yeah from after last night <laughs> what do you mean after last night after the last two fucking months two ten and two <laughs> thank you for reminding me Trevor I, I mean, even Arizona has a better
1: record <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. okay top five Anyways. res tourneys number five. Number 5. The, the Yukon Native Hockey Tournament in good old Whitehorse. Uh they've been putting on good tournaments up there for the last couple of years. A lot of I know like Nate Breer goes up there every year to go play and they attract a lot of out of towners so they've been putting on a good tournament. It's good cash prize money. I got I was offered one year to go up there but it's like no man it's <laughs> that's too far man. But uh yeah, I mean if I was younger I'd go definitely would would have went, but yeah, they put up a good tournament out there and that's our number five pick. The Yukon native hockey tournament in good old Whitehorse. I've
0: never been to Whitehorse, have you? No. Nope. I have yeah. not been there. That's Yukon territories and all that. That's that's a bucket list for me. Oh yeah, i would like to go up there. The summer or the winter? In the winter, I'm sure it's just both early. both seasons.
1: I would like to go. Okay, number four. He just says, says nothing. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> How fun. Have a, have a same trip, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Number four is the Cree Regional Events and Entertainment Tournament in Val d'Or. They call it the Cree Ooh. Tournament. Uh, this, Yeah, it's in Val d'Or, Quebec. This tournament's cool because they allow non indigenous people to, to play. So non native teams can enter a team in there. So it's a big tournament. They have like Broomball, Old Timers. Oh, Old Timers. They have different like Class A, Class B, like Class A is considered like the good division. Yeah. And Class B is like just a wreck. Mm -hmm. So um, that's a very good tournament. Um, You get teams from all over Quebec, all over Ontario. And I know a couple of years ago, a a non-native team from Grand B, Quebec made it all the way to the finals. So, but I think Moose Factory beat them that year. So, yeah, that tournament's open for like for everyone. So, which is which is different compared. Considered it's put on by a native organization, but that's cool though. I like that to have everyone be allowed to play hockey. So that's number four. And that weekend, Valdor's crazy man. It's probably like worse than Kenora during North American. Oh, yes. The bars are packed and everything.
0: Probably uh, no KFC anywhere. <laughs> they all sold all out. Sold out. <laughs> all of the chip truck. Guys are y'all. <laughs>
1: okay, number three for top five rest is the good old North American First Nation Tournament of Champions, Champions here in Kenora, Ontario. Yes. Uh, Nothing's been happening for, what, over 20, going on 30 years? Yep. No mm-hmm. longer than that, eh?
0: No. I high school, 30. Come on, yeah, I'd say uh 30-plus years, I'd say. 30-plus years, yeah. yeah. I don't know exact, but, yeah, 30-plus years, definitely.
1: You get teams from Saskatchewan, Alberta, Ontario, Manitoba.
0: You get them from all over. And one you get a lot one of. One year at a team from BC, Prince George. Oh yeah, yeah. Prince George Lumber Kings, lumberjack, lumber king. Lumber
1: Kings, yeah. Yeah. And now they had a good team. Those uh, yeah. that team, because they, I guess they were cleaning up everywhere that one year. But yeah, uh, North American has is well known throughout Canada. You get a lot of good players because it's around that time where the players are coming home from their their teams, their pro and team, junior teams. So you got a lot of good players playing that. Uh, you got old timers, you got your, they have, have a women's division now, then men's. Uh, It's all one big, uh, big division Ford. for the men's. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, it's not a class A or class B or wreck or competitive. It's, they just throw everyone in the mix. So, and that one, that one used to be hitting. Did you like it? it? To be what, do you, what do you like it now? Do you like it non-contact or you do like contact? I like, I like
0: contact. Myself, except when Earl Watfield grabbed me over. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I tried to hit him, and I could—he
1: did not move. No, my my head kind of snapped back.
0: Oh, I got—I had
1: snot bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) My visor, (laughs) like a Paul Korea. Yeah, remember when he got hit by Stevens?
0: Yeah, I felt that hit. As soon as I rock- I watched that hit and i was like, Oh yeah, that's how Earl hit me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what but about no, I, I
0: I enjoyed playing the contact, but pe- people like got hurt though because you'd have you'd have these players not play contact all year, <clears throat> and then they, they just get rocked by all these ex junior players that just don't know how to play contact hockey, right? Yeah. Head down and then this big junior Chris Constant or somebody just fucking just lay them out. And I swore again. Sorry, people. What is the biggest hit that you've ever seen at North
1: America?
0: Uh, Jason Kelly lined up some poor sap from Eagle Lake, and you could just hear the whole, whole equipment, the pants, the shoulder, everything, that big, that thook. And the guy from Eagle Lake just kind of laid on the ice, like Paul Correa, and Jay just grabbed the puck and skated up with it. <laughs> it was a big, it was a huge collision.
1: I think the biggest hit I've seen is uh, Nick Roulette from Sandy Bay crossing the blue line. And this young little kid had a cage on and he just hip checked him really good. Nick is not a small guy. Nick must be what, 6'3, 250. Mm -hmm. And his legs, he just, (laughs) his legs were in the air and like, wow. And that that poor kid just got off right away because Nick got off and started looking (laughs) around like as if he wanted to kill him. Holy shit. That kid just got <laughs> off in fear. And I don't think I seen that kid back on the <laughs> ice for the rest uh, of the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, number three is the good old tournament of champions here in mm-hmm. Kenora. Number two, the C- Dakota, the Dakota Nations, Dakota. Winterfest, and good old Brandon. Yeah. Uh, that's been uh, a good tournament for A long, just like North American, Mm -hmm. long a long time. Yeah. Uh, for that one, they have competitive. They have rack competitive talk uh, hitting too. So that's a good tournament I played in for a a number of years, and unfortunately, it's canceled this year. But it would have been fun to go play some old timers now. But yeah. But that's a big, a big uh, tournament because they have. Hockey, they have volleyball, they have square dancing. So it's just not focused on hockey. They have a lot of different activities. So Bush went in the jigging contest, played volleyball and hockey all in one weekend.
0: That was, was it was an epic weekend, folks. That was that was before my flow. So now now it, I I'd be unstoppable. I thought you always had a flow. Oh no, it was it was it was it was shaved at one point, but I gotta bring it back. He's bringing sexy back. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he is that guy.
2: Tell I, you guys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Right now, Bush is wearing his robe, and he just opened it. Well, not completely, but it's no,
2: not completely.
1: He did Buffalo Bill. He just
0: <laughs> <laughs> put the lotion on.
1: Oh, oh my god. He just flashes his chest and are you uh do you got a lot of hair on your chest man I got three hairs I got maybe like seven and then the sad part is they get long <laughs> it's like okay would you yes are you happy with not having no hair in your chest or would you would you have liked to have a hairy chest
0: no I would not have liked to have, I am happy having no hair in my chest yeah Extreme that must me. be must be,
1: uh, yeah, I'm, I have no hair on my chest either. Only couples, you notice not too many Native guys can grow hair on their chest. Yeah. it's hmm. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a non-hairy guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get back to our countdown okay, okay, Number yeah, one yeah. for top five restaurants, this was a no-brainer. The Freddie, the Fred's the Saskatoon the Freddy, yeah. tournament in Saskatoon. Um, it's going to be put on in May this year, which is good yeah. because you're going to have all the junior and pro players out of their playing yeah, in their league. So it's going to be the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And... Uh,
0: res hockey is going to be there.
1: Yeah, we're going to be there this year. So it's going to be exciting. With that being said about the Freddie... Last week we had a top five where we named five yeah. teams that we think are going to do really well in the Freddie, and we got so much. Know,
0: it's not. I, say, I don't want to
1: say backlash, but a we'll lot say of,
0: feedback. We got a lot of feedback. Yeah, some
1: some of it was pretty uh, like wow, you guys.
0: People were yeah. animated about it.
1: Yeah, people they got were they got excited. Pissed off, and some people were pissed off. Some people were like, "Wow, hey, eh, that's your yeah. list," and but I. I go by the list, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. stick to it. And the standard ground, I, we only made a top five. We should have made like one of these times. We'll rate every team all forty, yeah, from forty to one, and we'll we'll really ruffle some feathers. Oh yeah, we will. But we were just saying the teams that we thought, the teams that we know, because a lot of people were saying, "Why do you put Much Factory on there?" I was like, "Well, I know a lot of the players. I know what mm-hmm. they're capable of." They've gone to Quebec and won tournaments. They always play well against West which they won two years ago. And so and the goalie that played for Eagle Lake, which Eagle Lake was on the list, he's from Moose Factory. So he'll be a good goalie again next year for Moose Factory. Right? Well, yeah. So I agree. Uh, we're not so we're not pissing anyone off on purpose well <laughs> it's kind of cool that we did but it's ah. I don't think anyone's going to be happy with a list that people make everyone going to be well some people are going to be kind of pissed off and annoyed but hey can't please everyone right no but uh, it's going to be interesting yeah we'll do that we'll go through it you and I just sit down yeah. and rate all 40 40 teams and We'll uh, rank them. So, sorry, not sorry, I guess, eh? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, when you hear a song, does it bring back memories from a tourney that you played in? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it does. Okay. Bush and I went to a tournament a couple of years ago. We played in an old-timers tournament, and I guess – for some odd reason, it was five in the morning.
0: I was still up, <laughs> and I decided to tape my stick. <laughs> well, you know, gotta, you gotta, you have to tend to the equipment when you think of it. So,
1: and I was listening to Bush's Thunderstruck, but I, don't, I swear to God, that's remember. what I heard.
0: Unless I was dead asleep, and maybe the, I don't, I don't so know. So, when you hear a Thunderstruck, do you think of? I think of you while I'm in bed, <laughs> taping my stick.
1: And the funny thing is we played a semifinal game that morning and I only lasted one one shift one I'm, shift yeah the first shift of the game and I got kicked out of the game for I got a penalty for boarding then I started yelling at the ref and
0: No you started arguing politely with the ref yeah then he threw me then
1: someone said something on the ice and I was sitting in the penalty box and the ref thought it was me that said something and threw me out Then I stormed out out of the box on the ice trying to attack the ref. Yeah. Then someone on the bench, opposite bench, said something to me. Then I skated over their bench and tried to say something. Good old old timers, man. Sunday morning old timers tournament. Jeez Louise. (laughs) But yeah, I was listening to uh, like the on Apple, they have on the radio station, they have different uh, stations where you can listen. To, like, uh, 90s hits, 2000 hits, and stuff like that. And I was listening to the 2000 hits and 90s hits, and it, a lot of these songs were coming up. Like, um, so it was reminding me of mostly more yeah. more bars than actually playing. Like, so it's always good to get reminded of those good old uh, tourney tur- days, right? Mm-hmm. Because... Friday night's all right to go out, but Saturday night, the night is everyone's out. Yeah. (coughs) Because most of the teams are out now. Mm -hmm. They don't care. They just want to go get all squaby. And (coughs) so Saturday night's the thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. Get all the puck bunnies out. (laughs) They
0: got babysitters. (laughs) They got the they got the grandma and grandpa's watching. Yeah. The babysitters. So
1: I know like once in a while on a Thursday night I would go out just because like everyone's in town now. Just go check check it out, have a couple, see who's all out. Yeah. Friday night, you might go out, but not likely because really you're still in the tournament. It. Yeah. But sun like Saturday night you'll go out because like like I said, a lot of the teams are out and everyone's just out there to have a good time and no not a care in the world because your team's out. But you'll pay for it Sunday though, because Sunday mornings is usually just semis and yeah. Sunday players. Then Sunday after the tournament, you'll get this people out again. So that's the stragglers. Like, yeah. That's like four nights in a row. Like the Sundays, would you call it Sunday like the leftover night? Not <laughs> <I, laughs> The leftover night. <laughs> That's a good point. Because I remember we played in this one tourney and we won. So we had like 800 bucks each. And we went out to the bar and, and I spent like 600 bucks at the bar. So I oh. went home. I went home with like 200 bucks. Oh, geez. I don't know what I spent $600 on. No idea. It's just, I must have been paying for people's drinks and <laughs> you must have been tipping well. I must have been because, yeah, yeah, I didn't... that's that was stupid of me, but yeah, you live and learn. Yep. Would I do it again? Yeah, probably, probably if, I, <laughs> if it was free money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh... another story I was playing in the Goodwill in Thunder Bay. Goodwill is a good tournament, it's fun. Um, there's usually run 20 teams. Anyways, my uncle Jimmy jumped on with our team. Um, I don't, he just, he's from Moose Factory. So he came from Moose Factory to Thunder Bay with his hockey, hockey stuff. And he wasn't really, he didn't have a team. So we, we were like, okay, jump on with us. We need a good solid vet. And he was, he took my sister Tash and I out like all weekend, just free boots. Booze, booze, wow. booze. Then Saturday night, we went out again. And he started, I just remember him buying us shooters, shooter after shooter. I remember I was so drunk that I didn't wake up for, like, the semifinal and championship game. That <laughs> <laughs> was just passed out cold. And my sister said, oh, yeah, dad tried waking you up, but you weren't waking up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I missed
1: like the games, like I missed Sunday the Sunday games because too much fun that Saturday. It's uh, I didn't I didn't even get any money from that either from from that team that we played for. (laughs) But oh wow, I guess I didn't deserve it since I didn't show up for the Sunday games. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember we were at the InTowner. Do you ever go to InTowner in Thunder Bay? They tore it down, baby. Yeah, you I'll probably it. did. <laughs> it used to be close to Sunny's, man. Did you ever go to Sunny's in Thunder Bay? Probably, probably it's, in my Ute. It's Sun, Sunny's was like the main niche bar in Thunder Bay. It's uh, you go through the doors and you walk downstairs, it's, so it's kind of like a like a basement type place, mm-hmm. and and they call it Sunny's Cavern. So they have like all these like above the ceiling It looks like you're. In a cave, like a cavern. Mm-hmm. So yeah, old all Sunnies. It was wild. If those walls could talk, they'd probably the <laughs> stories about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow! Always, it's always about you. Uh, all the time, man. <clears throat> okay, one things that well, one thing that Bush and I were talking about earlier is like merchandise. Yes. Should we make more hoodies for you guys to purchase? Uh, we per we made hoodies when in the fall time, and they all sold out like within a day. Yeah. Now that we have more followers and more uh, people that follow us on social media, like should we get it? Should we order more so you guys can have some res hockey merchandise?
2: We'll uh, we should, put,
1: eh? yeah. We I think we should. We'll post it on Facebook because everyone's on Facebook. So yeah. That's uh something we should look into. We we have t-shirts and tanks. I think we have tank tops still. What are you searching? Uh nothing. You know, porn help? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> You're clicking pretty hard, man. I know I am. He's just concentrating
0: hard. There, <laughs> there we go. I was trying to see if I can make a pole, like a like a stripper pole. <laughs> a pole for our just swing. buy
1: some uh, metal. I don't know yeah. what you're gonna use for your base though. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Still pretty cold in Ontario. Are you gonna? Are we gonna go try the ODRs? It's still too cold. It's uh, uh, it's feeling good right now. Cause you're looking at Pornhub and looking at stripper uh, colts? No, it looks like it's. It says it's only uh minus nine, something minus
0: single digits.
1: Okay, guys, for you adults, when you guys go to the ODR and there's a pickup game, do you go out there and just dangle everyone and just try to snipe against little kids, or do yeah. you just? pass the puck as much as often. No, you got to put them in their place. Exactly, right? Let them learn, man. Yeah, let them learn. Hook them, slash them, give them a little push. It's the way to play. If they don't like it, go play play something else. (laughs) Yeah. But that's the way to do it. Teach them while they're young. Teach them that they're going to get dangled and they're going to get turned inside out. So... Just don't try to shoot the, raise the puck when the little kid's trying to go in <laughs> front of you. <laughs> Just a yeah. hard puck right in the shins. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, did you see Kenora will be having a pawn hockey tournament again?
0: We should I did make, not see that. Where and
1: when? At uh, Rabbit Lake. Oh, we should put we should. a old-timers
0: team in there. Yeah, we should. When I think what weekend? Do you know? I don't know. I'll have to look into it.
1: I think they're calling it the Crappies Cup. Oh, okay. Because they had it that one year. Yeah. And who won it? We did.
0: <laughs> we did. That's because you had a thousand bucks in a room. Reno, Reno playing for you guys.
1: Yeah, we had a good team that year.
0: Yeah. Well, all you have to say you had you had Reno Cameron playing. Holy shit, that guy's slick.
1: Slick like your hair, man.
0: Yep. That's
1: really <laughs> slick. <laughs> we should look into it in like a, a res hockey res hockey team for old timers. Yeah. Oh yeah, guys, we're going to be ordering jerseys. So if you want a res hockey podcast jersey, let us know because we have we have large, extra large. Probably 4XL. And a 2XL jersey.
0: Yeah. For the goalies.
1: Oh, yeah, we have a goalie jersey too, but that's gonna Jack.
0: Yeah, Jack's got dibs on it already. Yeah. So if you want a hockey
1: jersey, let us know. And for an extra two dollars, Bush will sign it. (laughs) (laughs) For two dollar, Bush will sign it. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll leave on that positive note. Yes, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks again, guys. Well, no, not thanks again. I didn't thank you the first time, but thanks, guys, for uh, joining in the show. We appreciate all your love and support. So, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, we'll see you, see you guys again next week. Uh, so yes, we will. Don't forget to love each other and take care of each other. And if you're sick, stay the f home. Stay, stay home, home, damn it. Because we want to play hockey again. We want things to open. We want the arenas to open and play some. Hockey, yeah. So, just stay home and just treat it like a cold, guys. Just, yeah. Everyone's, we all had the flu and a cold in the past, and just treat it like that, guys. You don't have to post all your damn shit on Facebook. Sometimes that annoy you when everyone has to when someone posts like everything.
0: Everything, yeah. Like, geez, just stay at
1: home. So, and get vaxxed. Yep. Who cares if you don't know what's in the vax?
0: You guys people like, fucking use vape. They vape and they smoke. Well, I don't know what's in it. What's in the vaccine? As they, a, as, they, yeah. as they light a cigarette. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Holy shit. <Fuck. laughs> okay, we better leave before we say anything anything yep. else. Alright, you guys have a good week and we'll see you again. See you later. Peace!